do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. This is David Shoemaker, and I'd like to welcome you to a special edition of Living Thelema. In this special edition, I'm going to be introducing you to my new book, which is called The Winds of Wisdom. And this book is a very personal work uh, of mine. It is a complete record of my scrying of the 30 Enochian Aethers. I undertook these scryings between 2007 and 2011, um, working uh, off and on, as is sometimes the case with this kind of work. And um, I presented a a full transcript of uh, the visions that I had um, and um, a significant number of annotations explaining certain concepts that were presented. And uh, at the end of the book, there is a practical methodology section that goes into the details of how to do your own scrying of these astral regions with uh, very little tools, uh, magical implements, etc. required. But I want to um, familiarize you with some of the contents of the book by reading to you from the introduction, which I'll begin now. First I quote from the angel Aziz, um, from the vision of the 27th Aether, which set the tone for some of the visions to come after. The quote is originally given in Enochian, In the mysteries of your creation, in faith she lives, in the shrine of the winds of wisdom. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Magicians are explorers. We delve into the depths of our own unconscious minds. We experiment with techniques drawn from a diversity of ages and cultures around the world. We venture into regions of the so-called astral world in search of deeper truths about ourselves and our universe. As any earthly explorer will tell you, a well-drawn map is your best friend. Just so, those of us setting out to explore the spiritual worlds need a good map to guide us, or at least to aid us as we try to organize and make sense of our experiences. The system of Enochian magic developed by John Dee and Edward Kelly in the 16th century is one such magical map, and their approach to exploring or scrying the so-called 30 Aethers is the central focus of this book. These aethers are conceived as layers of astral real estate, with each successive layer, from the 30th moving to the 1st, representing ever more exalted and ineffable states of consciousness, ruled by so-called governors. Accordingly, the further one attempts to venture into these realms, the more personal and spiritual development is required to get useful results. The names, structure, and basic nature of these aethers were discovered and developed gradually by Dee and Kelly over the course of several years, but we could hardly say that they made the most of their discoveries during their lifetimes. That task has fallen to modern magicians, including the various adepts of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, and of course, Aleister Crowley. Crowley's experiments with scrying the 30 Aethers were recorded in his monumental work, The Vision and the Voice, and many modern magicians have followed in his footsteps, attempting to explore these regions for themselves. It is not the purpose of this present book to give a comprehensive overview of the system of the 30 Aethers, or to be a full-scale practical manual. Readers interested in this sort of material can do no better than to seek out my friend Lon Milo Duquette's excellent Enochian vision magic. Rather, my purpose here is to present my own scrying results, obtained over the course of several years of work, in service to the ideals of scientific Illuminism. That is, to leave a detailed record of my explorations so that others might benefit from my little additions to the cosmic map. 
In undertaking these visions, I adopted an experimental hypothesis that the aethers might be mapped out across the various sephiroth, or spheres, of the Kabbalistic Tree of Life. Specifically, I conceived of aethers 1 through 10 as corresponding to the 10 sephiroth of the Kabbalistic world of Atzaluth, aethers 11 through 20 in Bria, and finally, aethers 21 through 30 in the world of Yetzirah. My experiences convinced me that this is a potent and workable scheme, but as they say, your mileage may vary. Additional avenues of exploration included taking note of potential correspondences to sun and moon placement at the time of the working, the Yetzeratic, that is, elemental, zodiacal, tarot, attributions of the name of the Aether being explored, and the Enochian elemental, elemental tablet or tablets on which the governor's names appear. Looking back at the results, I have concluded that sun and moon placement, I use the tropical zodiac in this record, may have some influence over the character of the vision and the guides that come forth. The influence of the elemental tablets was less apparent, but the Yetzeratic attributions of the Aether names were clearly central to the visions. I should comment on my relationship to the Enochian language itself throughout these visions. While I had worked extensively with the Enochian system prior to these visions, I had not studied the language itself in any depth. Accordingly, when I heard and subsequently spoke the Enochian passages in the vision, I had no conscious knowledge of their meaning. Furthermore, I did not attempt to translate them until all the visions were complete. This is, to me, a striking validation of the power and utility of the Enochian system. Many practitioners of Enochian magic, including Crowley himself, have noted that the magician's own personal and spiritual growth is necessary in between many visions. She must integrate the experiences and instructions obtained in one vision before moving on to the next. Sometimes this may be as simple as nodding one's head inwardly at the truth revealed in a vision and moving on to the next day through the very next day. At other times, it may require many months of careful analysis and meditation, or even sweeping changes in one's external life, to fully integrate the vision and move on. As Crowley noted in reference to his own exploration of the Aethers in Magic and Theory and Practice, Chapter 18, the adept who explored these Aethers did not have to pass through and beyond the universe, the whole of which yet lies within even the inmost 30th Aether. He was able to summon the Aethers he wanted, and his chief difficulty was that sometimes he was at first unable to pierce their veils. In fact, as the book shows, it was only by virtue of successive and most exalted initiations undergone in the Aethers themselves that he was able to penetrate beyond the 15th. The guardians of such fortresses know how to guard. Ending that quote now. My own experience with these visions definitely bore this out. The early visions tended to be brief and, at least compared to many of the later ones, less remarkable. Their content was often more general in character, with uh, much less of the distinctly personal material that came through in later visions. It was almost as if in these early visions I was retreading territory already explored, and I had to penetrate further into the Aethers before the truly distinctive material would come forth full force. Perhaps unsurprisingly, my progress matched up with formal initiatory steps I had or had not completed at the time of the vision— at various points, I had to make major changes in my inner and outer world before proceeding. Sometimes I realized this fact right away and set to work. At other times, I would simply find myself unable, unwilling, or unmotivated to proceed, only discovering the reasons why months later when I found myself suddenly empowered to move ahead and reflected on my own transformation during the intervening time. 
With all that said, I'm not making any grand claims of personal attainment based on this material. I'm simply presenting it as it stands for its potential value as a record of my work in keeping with the spirit of scientific Illuminism. My hope is that it will be useful and inspiring to those of you who might wish to undertake these explorations in service of your own growth and transformation. I've included relevant resources and a suggested working methodology in part two of this book to make it easier for you to try these experiments on your own. These visions were, and still are, incredibly moving, meaningful, and transformative for me, and many of the discoveries and insights contained in them have found their way into the systems of initiation I administer. I certainly hope you will find them inspiring and stimulating, but they may not mean much to you or anyone else. As always, your own experimentation will bring to you those truths which are most necessary for your progress, and may light, life, Love and liberty be with you in your journey. Love is the law, love under will. So those are some passages from the introduction to the book. I hope that you enjoyed that, and I hope it whets your appetite for the rest of the book. I um, want to emphasize again that uh, what I have in there is a complete transcription of all 30 visions. And within each vision, I've tried to um, go into a good bit of detail about the various attributions, uh, Kabbalistic attributions, uh, elemental, planetary, zodiacal attributions, and uh, also um, calculations of various um, words and phrases in terms of their gematria that uh, helped unlock some of the meanings. So um, the visions themselves, um, I hope you'll enjoy, of course, and and, uh, be inspired to do some of your own experimenting. And uh, then finally, the the practical methodology section at the end, including uh, a few simple steps that are easy to replicate in terms of your own scrying experiences and uh, some useful tables, including the names of the governors of each uh, aether and uh, attributions and things like that. Uh, So uh, altogether, I, I think it's a pretty good introduction to this particular corner of the Enochian magic system. And I hope you'll find it useful and interesting and inspiring. Most of all, I hope that you'll run with it and try it out yourself and uh, use these tools in your own exploration and growth. I'm happy to announce that it is available now via Nephilim Press. Um, If you go to store.nephilimpress.com, you can find the purchase information. That's store.nephilimpress.com. P-R-E-S-S dot com. The um, book is coming out in a limited edition of 500 copies, and I'm really pleased with how it's come out. I hope you'll have a look at it, and I hope you enjoy it. So thank you very much for joining me on this special edition of Living Thelema. There will be more episodes to come. And uh, as always, if you have any suggestions or comments, uh, further questions about any of the topics I cover here, please feel free to email me at uh, david at livingthelema.com. And a reminder, you can find lots of other resources at livingthelema.com, including an archive of all the previous podcast episodes all in one place. Um, So uh, you may find those to be useful resources. So thank you again. Love is the law. Love under will.